BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. One-on-one on 93.7 The Ticket, 402-464-5685. You can reach out to the Starter Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln hotline if you want to call in and be heard. Uh, hit me with a what's up, and we'll have a conversation and the Sarder Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, you can communicate with us there as well through the chats, but you can see what's going on in studio. A couple of interesting things along the way. Again, we've been talking about the greatest games ever played. We're also Rico's question of the day. This is a good one. Uh, was a good one, I, I must confess. Um, the text line did get one of them right. They popped up at Utah. That I should have known, but I would have thought that the Keith Van Horn, Andre Miller, Utes that ended up at the Final Four at some point would have reached number one. When did Maryland win their national championship? 91, 92 maybe? Okay, because Utah won a championship in 1944. The AP poll didn't start till 49. Right. So I don't know Maryland won their national championship if the AP poll put them at number one, but this is teams that have never been number one in the AP poll. Okay. Utah um, spent 239 weeks in the top 25 AP poll, highest ranking of number two. Yeah, I mean, that was a really good team. So I that's where I thought um, they would cross over. Uh, BYU would fall in that category as well, probably. They are not here, so they've either made it or they haven't been in the top 25 Maybe the enough. Danny Ainge years being, I would imagine. That's the only time that BYU would have been number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says these are the eight men's basketball programs that have spent the most weeks in the AP pool without ever reaching number one. So there's probably a couple there that just haven't been, because like I said, the the least amount of weeks is one of the teams you haven't got, so I'm just going to tell you anyways. Mm-hmm. Florida State, 184 weeks, highest ranking of number two. They played for the national title in 72. Um, and the next season they started at number two, but they've never been number one. Yeah, that's... Currently under Leonard Hamilton, they have peaked at number four in the 2020 season. They were number four until uh, Trey McGowan's and Pitt went, came down there and gave them, gave them what four? Gave them the business. Yeah, and uh, knocked them out of the top five. Um, Pitt, I would have put in that conversation, being in the Big East, and unless the Jerome Lane years... There um, are. Two, 
three that you have yet to get. Okay. Hmm. One of them. Let's go down south. Yes, two of them down south. Let's go down south. Uh, I'm tempted to say LSU, but I will not. I will say because I think the Shaq LSU Tigers never got to number one. Never got to number one. Never got to number one. Okay. 223 weeks. Highest they've gotten is number two. Okay. Staying in the south, uh, Miami has never been number one, but I don't know if they have enough weeks. Not enough weeks. Uh, Texas A&M. Not enough weeks, or they've made it. Stay in the SEC, though. Kentucky, Alabama. Maybe not enough weeks. Okay. Uh, Vanderbilt, no. Uh, really? Vanderbilt? 204 weeks. Highest they've gotten is number two. Wow. They haven't been ranked since 2016, but before then, they uh, were in the top 25 for a long time. Temple was number one with Mark Macon and company. They are not on here. You've got right. one team Pete, yeah. left, and you got to go north. Okay. Uh, I think Minnesota? 236 Good weeks. Job. Highest they've gotten is number two. We got them all. <laughs> First guess. All right. You tell me in the north. Well, you think about it. So my, my, my cousin played, Gerald Jackson played at Minnesota. And I remember some of the stories, even the McHale days. And then recently they've been close, but not no cigar. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they've only made the tournament 14 times in program history. So yeah. that's about three and a half times per decade yeah. uh, on average over the last 40 years. Um, they were a number one seed in 97 when they made the final four and a number two seed in 82. Um, that was the 82 year was, was my cousin's year. Six different seasons in which the Gophers AP poll ranking peaked in the top five. And those seasons came under five different coaches, uh, still searching for their first number one ranking. It ain't all purdy. (laughs) It ain't all purdy. Uh, wow. That's good stuff. That's good. That's a good question. Um, Again on Tuesday for a different question, actually. Yeah, okay, but you, you can give me another question. You well, can, that you, I'm still trying to remember who because I can't find it now because I saw it yesterday after Auburn reached number one. Um, this is the second time, not ever, but since I think 2016, that two teams who have never been ranked number one got to number one. I don't remember what season it was, but it was the season Louisville got to number one. There was another team that season that reached it for the first time in their history, and I think it was 2016. But I was at that Final Four. Yeah, Beck and I were at, at that Final Four. So it was four. Louisville and some other team that season. Um, Who was there in 2016? I'm just going to look up. the Michigan was there. 2016. Michigan was there, I believe. But they'd been uh, number one before. Syracuse was there. And the fourth team is the team that is of issue. It was mm, – oh, maybe I'm looking at the wrong one. The final four that I was at with Louisville. Louisville – Because it was the year they won it, right? Yeah. Louisville – or maybe they didn't win it that year. Maybe they lost in the championship game. Louisville Cardinals, men's basketball. Louisville, uh, Michigan was there. Uh, 2013? Okay. That is when they won it. Yeah. Who was in that final four? Um, let me yeah. check. Twenty thirteen Final Four. I just remember really good, really good crowds. Because that was the year. Really good crowd. Uh, Kevin Ware broke his leg, right? Mm-hmm. 
It was really terrifying. good year. Louisville, Michigan, Syracuse, Wichita State. Wichita State is why I don't remember. It was Wichita their second State final is why four. I don't remember. Yeah, which is why I don't remember. It. Luke Hancock was the uh, player of the tournament. Where was that tournament at? Where, where? That was in Atlanta. That's probably why we went. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's probably why we went. Because um, Becky's mom was living in Atlanta at the time. Mm. So that was an excuse. Any excuse we had to like visit family or friends and there was a major sporting event, that was <laughs> that was why we figured out what we were going to do. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. That's, oh, well, apparently that title was vacated, so that is uh, yeah, <laughs> right now. So there was uh, so there there is no 2013 Final Four champion officially. Yeah, money bags she just of money. Give it to Michigan. Bags of money. Yeah, Michigan <laughs> asked for it. Michigan actually claimed we, asked for it. But can we have it? Yeah, they asked for it. They they mm-hmm. really did. Uh, Cannot. But, yeah. So yeah, it, it makes further sense because Griff lived in Atlanta at the time, and he's a Michigan fan. And so he was also at the Final Four. Yeah, that was. It's amazing. So and like having, I have to, I have to put pieces together in he my had head. A good time. Uh he did until they lost. Oh, and then who was the player of the year in 2013? Tournament player of the year? Or no, this? Turn, just regular Naismith and Wooden player of the year. 2013. It was. He didn't make the final four. He did not. He did not make the Final Four. He um, lost in the second round, I believe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 2013. He had the highest ver- the he league. had the highest he's, vertical at the combine he, that he's year. In the, he's in the, He is in the league. He's in the league. He's on his third team. Third? I'm gonna say third. Oh, Buddy Heel. Nope. No? Buddy Heel's still on his first team. He's still with Sacramento. Is he? Mm-hmm. That's sad. That's very it's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. It's very sad, actually. It's very sad. Uh, he is Villanova? mostly no, mostly known as a shooter. Co- same conference. Who? Doug McDermott. That's why I don't remember that. I he had block- the, people forget he had the I, highest vertical at the combine I, that year. I blocked that out in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked that out. Dude's athletic. No, but people I blocked, only see him as a shooter. I, I blocked that out of my brain. Like, Dougie I, McBuckets. I don't that, that, that maybe that entire year. I think I he's on his third because he was with Chicago. Then Indiana, now he's with San Antonio. Yeah, I don't think I, there's another team in there. I think I've blocked that out of my head. I think that's <laughs> Nebraska fans love Doug McDermott, I think, right? I think that's, that's I think that's fair that I've blocked <laughs> that out of my head. Uh, for whatever reason, I I, I chosen not uh, to remember that. Those are crazy. No, there's that. Um, we have a couple of nominations for uh, the Beatrice Baker Care Package. If you folks want to uh, participate in this thing. Uh, again, go to the ticketfm.com, find the uh, Beatrice Baker banner, click on it, and tell us about your nominee. Tell us what they do, why they are, are, are important to you, and why you want them, uh, why you want to make them smile. Um, here's one. Uh, the nominee is Pete Dennis and family. Cedars Foster Care. Uh, Pete is a, lo- is, is a loyal, dedicated, extremely hardworking dad, foster parent, and foster care worker for our youth who have endured abuse, neglect, or have problems with the law legal system in Nebraska. 
Pete has volunteered extensively with Team Jack, and he's got a true natural spirit for working with the children and families to help them be safe uh, and for their needs to be met and best friend, best interest to be sought. Pete is a loving parent and spouse, and he makes great, takes great pride in being a former uh, foster parent while also working for the leading foster care nonprofit agency in the region. Pete is a class act and one of the most genuine and dedicated professionals I've ever had the chance to work with. He's lost some friends in recent weeks, and he's endured some challenging days, which life sometimes brings in a, in a way that is courageous and resilient. The Pete Dennis household family will be very worthy recipient of the Beatrice Bakery uh, care package. He's also a proud Navy and Army veteran. Thank you for considering this nom- nominations. That is Jason Danner, our proud long-time listener of 93.7 The Ticket. Jason, uh, we will take that contact, contact information and put together a care package for Mr. Pete Dennis and family. We will do that uh, courtesy of Beatrice Bakery and 93.7 The Ticket. Um, there is another nomination that I want to get to because uh, on two show days, I think, you know, this is the right way to do it. The categories teachers, the office staff at Lincoln Southeast High School. Um, our office staff has worked tirelo- tirelessly to ensure that things continue to run smoothly throughout the pandemic. They are constantly dealing with students that are excluded from the classroom due to illness, taking phone calls from parents inquiring about current COVID protocols, or picking up the slack when other staff members are out due to illness. This is all in addition to their normal duties. Our office staff is truly the engine that keeps this building running, and we're incredibly grateful for their efforts. Well, uh, Gary, thank you for putting that nomination in, and I will say this. We will put together a care package for the office staff of Lincoln Southeast High School. Why? Because we want to see you smile. You deserve the smile. Uh, again, we once again thank Beatrice Bakery for allowing us to do this for the folks in the community. Um, and because I'm in that mood, I'm in a uh, in a make a smile mood, uh, mood. I will take more nominations. I'll take suggestions. If we don't get them today, we'll try to get them before the week's out. But it's an opportunity for us to make people smile simply by doing a basic thing, which is saying. Thank you, which is saying I see you, which is saying I, I hear you, um, which is saying I appreciate you. So we will do that today. So for those two, Rico, can you make sure I will forward you both of those emails so mm-hmm. you have the contact information um, not to do that um, for Jason and Gary. Um, let me make sure I send you those while I'm thinking about it because I'll get busy and then. You'll have to track me down later in the day. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, will you have time to drop those off to the high school? Um, I will figure. It might not be today, but I'll figure it out. I have another one that yeah, I have to Yeah, Gary drop or off. Jason, if you're listening, you can reach out to us. Um, if you guys want to come by and grab the care packages, that is another way that we can get that done for you. But it will get done. <laughs> that will get done. Um, again, I'll take more nominations. You can text those in on the uh, 
down the text line. You can you can put those in if you want. Uh, Web Bucket says I'm nitpicking, but Buddy Hill had uh, also played most all or most of his rookie year for New Orleans. I thought there was yeah. A second. I just I just looked it up. He got drafted by New Orleans and then traded towards the end of the season. I thought it was a second. Games. I thought it was a second. I, for whatever reason, I, I just remember him being in a trade. I just remember him being with the Kings the entire time. I didn't even remember that he got drafted by the. I can't even picture him in a Pelicans uniform. Like I don't. I am. The only reason I remember that was because so my buddy Big Shot uh, David Jovanovic is the team equipment guy for uh, for the for the for the Pelicans, mm-hmm. and so whenever we go to New Orleans, like that's a stop that we make, and he lets us. Like imagine being able to run around the Superdome or run around the, the Pelicans practice facility and going through it. And he has, I like my collection of of sports collectibles, mm-hmm. but Big Shot has the greatest collection of helmets that I've ever seen. And so he trades. I'll I'll find you some pictures. Mm-hmm. Rico, he has every helmet. NFL, former NFL, USFL. Uh, Division One. Like I think he's got somewhere around two hundred and fifty helmets that he has on display, and then he's also got a display, a full display of all the uh, he had. I don't know if he still has them <laughs> of all the Anthony Davis custom shoes that Anthony Davis wore while he was in New Orleans. Ooh. He's got a collection of the Corliss Williamson shoes that are down there. Of course, they never get used because mm-hmm. he doesn't play much. But you can walk into the – like he always walks us through into the Saints locker room mm-hmm. and practice facility. And, yeah, it, it's – it's and I remember we went down there and we met Anthony Davis. We met, uh, we met Buddy when he was a rookie and he was there. And he might have been at the time one of the more pleasant players in the NBA. I think he still is. Like he he had he had a, a, a an authentic joy about being a basketball player. No, I said he played in Sacramento, so that might kinda That might kinda wane that kind of ruin that a little bit. I just um, I just looked it up. Um he him, Tyreek Evans, Langston Galloway got traded for Boogie Cousins later in that season, yeah. his rookie season. And I'm looking at pictures of him in a New Orleans uniform, and it looks fake. Like, it all looks Photoshopped. <laughs> like, there is no way. It that didn't Buddy, really happen. Buddy Heald did not actually play for the Pelicans. Did like, not when I see When I picture Buddy Heald, it's the Kings. That's the only uniform he's ever worn in the NBA. He did not play for the Pelicans. It's a wet blanket. I know you're right, but also you're wrong. I'm sorry. I refuse I to accept can't, it. I just can't. refuse to Like, it. Look, look, look at Look at the picture. Look up Buddy Heald Pelicans and look at him in the Pelicans uniform. Yeah. And it just doesn't it just doesn't look real. Yeah. That, that. I refuse to accept it. And I, I'm not even a Buddy Heald fan, but I just can't. I was in, in that Final Four. He put on a quite performance. We also saw him uh, against North Carolina mm-hmm. and Villanova, I believe. I couldn't tell you. Um, I believe Villanova beat them at the buzzer in the final in the championship game. Mm. Did they, I don't know if Oklahoma made the championship game. No, no, they is. didn't. They didn't. They lost. I think they lost. They in lost the a, Sweet Sixteen in right. the Elite Eight. No, they lost in the Final Four because we saw them at the Did Final they? Four. Okay. And oh no, then, that was Trey, Trey Young lost in like the second. Yeah, round. we saw them at the Final Four, and then it was North Carolina, Villanova. I believe that was the championship game. It was North Carolina Villanova? Was that the double clutch three? And then yeah, that, and at then the top the trailing yeah. toss back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a, the Final that Four. That was a great game. That was that was the loudest I've ever heard my wife scream at a basketball game. That was a great game. Like that shot made <laughs> like, even made her scream. <laughs> 
<laughs> like that. Normally, she could go to those events, and, and she's, she's like, oh, "Good job, good, cool. well played." But that was one she just kind of lost it. It was like, "Oh." I watched it with my friend who's a North Carolina fan, and we just got in his face because after after that double clutch three, he was like, "It's over," and he was so excited. And then they hit that shot, and we were like, "Whoa!" That one was in Houston, I believe. That may be why we went because that might have been in Houston. Um, just have to keep looking things up. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I'm old. My memory is starting to like. I have to. I have to. Flash. All of the things just blend together for me now. Like everything, all the tournaments have just blended together. I'm like, yeah, this happened. Be like, nope, that was the year that this, and it's just a problem. I have to piece together like, okay, who was I with? What were we doing? Like, what else did we do there? Like that was one we we. So imagine that it was Kareem, 2016 Texas Houston Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Kareem was there at the. So they did the, they do the VIP event. Um, it was the first time that I ran into uh, Jim Herrick and Ty Tyus Edney from mm. US, UCLA, mm. who I hosted in DC when they won the national title. <laughs> so when they come to go to White House, I was their official host for the entire weekend. Nice. Oh yeah, it was pretty amazing. Imagine trying to circumvent Georgetown with national championship players from UCLA, Toby Bailey, uh, Ed O'Bannon. How'd you do it? Uh, staffing. <laughs> <laughs> staffing. Staffing is how that worked. Uh, yeah, four limos. Four, four limos and a van that would drive you from bar to bar in Georgetown. Jeez. Yeah, it was it was rather exceptional. Uh, very cool event. You're like, DP, why are you doing this? Be like, look, I, it's, I just have to. I, I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, this is how this works. Um but yeah, in the, so because it was Houston, so imagine that Kareem, Elvin Hayes, Shaq were all in the in the reception area, and that group of men would make oh, anybody feel very short. Well, but you also felt very blessed because to hear them talk basketball, it's probably like an alien language to most people. Oh, well, it, it was fantastic. Like because. Kareem and Elvin immediately because they were in Houston, one of the great like we're talking about greatest games ever played. Mm-hmm. Well, high school when it comes to college basketball, UCLA versus Houston and the Astrodome ranks as one of the top five games in history, mm-hmm. like in basketball history. So they were talking about, you know, being in it and how things had changed and like a different event. Like this event, you know, fifty years ago would have been in the Houston Astrodome. You know, now it's in the toilet and you just go, okay, this is pretty exceptional. Um, but then Shaq comes in, and Shaq and actually his one of his sons, Sharif, maybe, was with him. He where I th- was he at UC? He didn't play, but right. I think he was at UCLA. And he was there, and to hear, like, there was a dad-son conversation about the elders in the room, mm-hmm. uh, explaining that, okay, this is – this is royalty. Over I think here. he's currently at LSU because he had to sit out for like two years after he had his heart surgery. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Like and and again, it's so funny. Like I go to these events. And it's, it's always me and Becky, and you go to these events and Becky, like I will explain to people. I explain to her who people are. Mm-hmm. I love that she's just unaffected. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey Kareem, eh, it's whatever. Like, it's like- <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's Kareem. Like, that's Shaquille, and she's just like, yeah, okay, hey, big dude, whatever. like, <laughs> hey, hey, guy that I guess is really good at basketball, whatever. You know, I mean, she's excuse she's, me, <laughs> right? She's never like, she's never impressed. You're the way. I need a drink. No, yeah, like she's never, she's never impressed, but constantly puts up with me in these spaces. 
I think she's more curious just to watch. She goes, okay, who don't you know? DP's got stars in his eyes, and she's like, yeah, whatever. Well, I don't – see, and that's the thing, right? There are very few people that get me starry-eyed. Like, I'll be starry-eyed tomorrow night. Yeah. Tom, well, Tom, Tom Osborne's Osborne. here. Yeah. Like, I'm totally going to fanboy. Like most people do. Yeah, like, there's not, there's not going to be. Uh, like, John Thompson makes me feel like t- like I'm 20 years old mm-hmm. again. Uh, Joe Gibbs. Like, you, you – know, it's – hey, coach. Hey, coach. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Coach. Hey, Coach, Mr. How do you you want me to say this? (laughs) Hey, Coach, Mr. 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 Coach, Coach, Mr. Sir Gibbs. (laughs) Um, But most. Your Majesty? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, Dr. J. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. J's royal. He's regal. I mean, that's just kind of the way that carries. Um, Maybe I'll give a list of the people that, like, even, like, that I'm in awe of. I would like that list that I'm in all like when you when when you're when I'm around them I'm extremely small small like I feel like my list is a lot larger <laughs> well mellow is your list <laughs> mellow is your list like if you ever got into space with well, mellow, that's a lot of NBA players like I'd just be like hello <laughs> how are you <laughs> wouldn't know what to say uh, yeah, and even some of them will be like weird to some people. Yeah, I'm trying to. Now that I think about it, that list would be pretty interesting. Like, like I feel like this would be for a lot of, but like Baron Davis. Like okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really. So give me write down on. We'll go, to, we'll go to break when we come back. Give me write down your list of like five or ten people that if they walked in the studio or you were going to interview. I wouldn't know what to do. Like you were interviewing. I'm back at it. I wouldn't be able to interview any of these people. Right. That's, you <laughs> could just throw that off the table. <laughs> That's just not happening. I, just, I can imagine 20 minutes of you just saying, hey, Mello. Hi. <laughs> Are you going to ask a question? Hey. Hi. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. We'll do that when we come back on 101. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 